Blog Talk Radio.
Jesus. I want to welcome everyone to this Five Smooth Stone Network. This is Brother Seth, founder. Um, we've been doing this since 2011, and we want to thank you, those of you that have supported us. But what do y'all think of that song? Worthy is the Lamb. Well, is he worthy? Is he worthy? How worthy is he? Love that song. I just had to play it. I've been singing it in my head and just had to play that song, brothers and sisters. Hope you all understand that. And I know we have the open forum tonight, which means sometimes we entertain topics that may not even be spiritual at all. But um, I just hope today, uh, tonight, that we're able to um, really worship uh, uh, this this Elohim, this Yah of Israel, uh, in a way that it would be pleasing to him Because truly uh, We are thankful for him sending The Messiah And we're thankful for his contribution His his death, his burial Resurrection, his ascension And one day His return And uh, we thank the Father uh, we, 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 It's the greatest thing That ever happened to the earth uh, This sending of this Messiah So Is he worthy? Is he worthy? Is he truly worthy? I tell you, I'll let that play in the background, folks. Listen again. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in uh, tonight. We have an open forum. What does that mean? We're going to be talking about whatever is on your spirit. Uh, those of you that have things on your spirit, you really is seeking the Most High. Because if you're not seeking the Most High, there's no need you even uh, just coming on this show. To be honest, because that's what we're seeking. We, we're not just on this show to talk about what's wrong with the world and what's wrong in our world and in our nation and our state and in our city and in our homes. But we really, 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 really want to hear from this Ruach HaKadosh. We want to hear from the Holy Spirit because we need to be made free. Many of us are in bondage. It don't matter if it's me or the co-host or the callers. We're in bondage in our lives. All of us have some degree of bondage. And if we can just hear from this Elohim, this uh, Yahweh Israel, through his Holy Spirit. We will be blessed. We will be made free. So, um, that's Agnes Bia. I think I pronounced that song right by Michael Smith. Uh, actually, it's called Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty by Michael Smith. But folks, listen. There is a higher power that's in and out of our lives as we submit to him. We don't have to walk around this world with problems and bondage without hope. There is no group of people ruling over us. There is no system of oppression stronger than the Most High. Our problems as Minister Porsche once told me, is no match for this Most High. Just remember that, brothers and sisters. And while we're coming on the, we're gathering, we're gathering, uh, we're assembling ourselves to have this blog, this 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 chat, this fellowship. Really, it's what it is. It's ministry, folks. It's ministry. That's what's happening tonight. We want to have fun. We're gonna laugh. We're going to impart some things. We're going to learn some things. But at the end of the day, we're really property 
of the Most High. We're literally property of the kingdom of God, of Yah. And we are not our own. We're supposed to be about his business. And his business is making people free. So, again, welcome, welcome to this blog, this ministry tonight. And I especially want to welcome Israelites. That down just a little bit. Again, that's holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty by Michael Smith. I think I'll play that again. That is just really strong in my spirit right about now. My goodness. Is he holy? <laughs> Lord God Almighty. You know, the Bible says if, if Satan knew what he had planned and when he caused the Messiah to die and, uh, and placing humanity in Christ to where we are now in Christ, that's how we would be brothers and sisters. If Satan knew that through the death of Christ that we would be placed in Christ, of course, the resurrection and the ascension and offering his blood and and uh, being that lamb, if Satan knew that the Father was going to place humanity or start relating to humanity based upon Christ through the blood of Christ like he used to relate to Israel after they slaughtered that lamb or that bull. Well, this, if, he, if Satan knew that the Father would use Christ as a lamb forever and just take sin completely out of the picture, because sin can only be in the picture when there is a law. And when you're not under the law, there is no sin where there is no law. You have to have a law in order for sin to be there. Now, we can sin with our members, with our bodies. We talk, it's very clear. But the Bible says in Christ there is no sin. So we, in position, the Bible says you sit in heavenly places. We're positioned in Christ. If the Father want to do it that way, who are you and I to argue over that? If he want to place our identity in Christ and say that we're one body, this one body talk. That's what this one body means, folks. You don't believe what I'm saying, quit saying you're in the body of Christ. And quit calling each other brothers and sisters because you're not related, if that's, if that's what you believe. But just thank the Father. Put those of us with this faith inside of Christ. The Bible says you are dead and your life is in Christ. What does that mean then? If it don't mean what I'm saying. The Bible says all things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. What does that mean if what I'm saying is not true? We are new creatures in Christ. What does that scripture mean if it's not true, what I'm saying? We are new species. And we need to talk more about that than the flesh and being male and female, Jew and Greek. Again, it's that song got me going, brothers and sisters. That song, that song, that song. Sometimes I just think about and I'm coming I'm coming to your co host, but instead of talking about supporting the show and following the show, I thought I would do something a little different tonight. Folks, listen. 
our salvation in Christ is no joke. It's no joke. Good night. Can you imagine? Our sin no more no more hinder us from walking before the most high. Good night. I'm not trying to be super spiritual either, but I'm serious. What will we do without that blood? This is why I say we're not under the law. We keep laws. We ain't trying to get on that topic. I'm not trying to get on that topic. I'm just saying, folks. Folks, through the law was introduced sin and death. Through Christ and his blood were made righteous. It's a gift. You didn't need nothing to work for. You ain't got to do with what you do for it's working. You can't work for grace. It's a gift. Either he is and you're righteous or you're not. Either in Christ or you're not. Now your flesh, our flesh is supposed to be tamed. By this new man, by the spirit. Yes, worthy is the lamb. Yes, worthy is the lamb. Again, everybody, thank you for tuning into this open forum tonight. Just wanted to set the tone. It's not a time to be constantly talking about what's wrong with the world and just sitting around and just, you know, complaining. We are believers. Uh, we're, we're powerful people. The Bible says when we decree a thing, it's... They mimic it in heaven. It says if you bind something on the earth, it's bound in heaven. We have to watch our words. The heavens lined up with the church. If we bind something on the earth, it's bound in heaven. So when we bind the enemy, we ain't just us. Heavens agree with us. The church is powerful. Just think about it. The Father said to the Messiah, sit here on my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. And then Christ turned around and says, Lo, I give you, uh, those of you on the earth, all power tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy over all the power of the enemy well the enemy you know he's everywhere over all the power of the enemy we have given it sometimes i wonder do we believe that because we act like victims we act like satan is all powerful and the most high is you know the devil or something he's the weak one we're some powerful people we're some strange people that's why I, I, I handle people with, with gloves sometimes because we belong to the kingdom of the Most High. We're not our own. You have to be careful how you treat each other. We belong to Yah of Israel. Well, brothers and sisters, again, I thank you for tuning in. I'm not going to go to my normal spiel. I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. Uh, but that right there... Kind of did it for me. I ain't gonna lie. That that right there, boy. I, I've been humming that song all night, and I just thought I would play it. All right. So we're gonna switch gears and play some a little more upbeat. And this will be, uh, of course, I like to bring on the uh, co-host with a little upbeat song. It's just something I've been doing forever since I've had this show. So y'all just bear with my folly here as I switch gears, switch speeds. All right. Y'all remember this old song? Everybody say, oh, 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 o
Okay, going to the phone lines, brothers and sisters, I'm going to go ahead and bring on Pastor Chris. I'll see Chris all the way in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Pastor Chris, your line is open. Go ahead and say hello to the people, brother. Thank you, Seth. I want to say good evening to everybody. Hope you're staying cool. Uh, I need to apologize because I think I got out of line a little bit last week. So I'm here and I'm going to do my best tonight. (laughs) Brother, we love you. Just know that. Just know that. (laughs) But appreciate those words. Okay, we'll go back to the phone lines all the way up to the state of Ohio to the city of Cincinnati. Uh, Minister Purcell Porsche in the house. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic, I think. <clears throat> greetings, everyone. We bring you greetings from uh, Salt Life Ministries, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, that is, where we believe in bringing the saltiness back to the believer through rightly dividing the word of truth and kingdom principles. So glad to be back. So glad to be back. Still trying to uh, settle in after vacation. We went to the beautiful Virgin Islands uh, a few weeks ago and still just trying to get settled back into home. Well, man, welcome Uh, back, Priscilla. Appreciate you, brother. Just a little intro here. Really appreciate you being back. We miss you, for real. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, let's go back to the phone lines, Brother Kenwin Castleberry, please. Uh, go ahead and give us an intro. Uh, and then um, your line is now open. Go ahead, Brother. Hey, shalom, shalom, everybody. Good to be in. I'm glad everybody can make it. Uh, I'm ready to learn something, man. Thank you. Well, it's good to have you back, Brother Kenway, and uh, hopefully you'll tell us about your show a little bit later on. I know you started a new show. I also have a hand up. I think it's Ellis Shaw. I don't know if he's going to be a caller or co-host, but let's just see. I think this is him. I'm not real sure. Eric Code 817701. Go ahead with your question or comment, please. Who am I speaking with? Hey, what's going on, Seth? Hello, everyone, friends and family. Pastor Chris. What's that? What's that? What's that? All right, shalom, shalom. <laughs> well, welcome, brother. Listen, you coming? You calling? You making a comment? Or are you going to be riding along with Cole tonight? I'm gonna ride along with y'all tonight. <clears throat> okay. Well, welcome. Well, we have some, some heavy hitters. I love this. This is going to be very interesting. Well, y'all tonight is open forum, so I want. I don't know who want to go first, but it's a lot going on, and uh, I'm not going to even comment since I had my little uh, my little intro there it was a little lengthy, but I had to get all that out. And uh, what did y'all think of that intro really quickly in less than 30 seconds? Uh, let's go to you, Purcell, first. What do you think of that little intro? Anything, does it mean anything? Just just quickly, just, we'll have to talk about that, but just, what do you think of that well, intro? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, like you said, that um, that song is so powerful and so eye-opening. Um, it, 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 it's, that was an awesome intro, I believe. Uh because he is an awesome God. And anytime you take an opportunity to call him what he is or uh, acknowledge him for who he is, um, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an awesome, awesome, awesome opportunity. Oh, yeah, that was bro, man. Anybody else want to comment on that intro? Otherwise, we'll just go right into the uh, program. Yeah, let's go in that program. <laughs> 
Exactly. That's what Brother Ken wants to say. Brother Pastor, Pastor Chris, any comments on the intro? Or LSU, if not, we'll just go into the uh, program. We hear from Brother Kenwin. No, I don't have have any. Move forward with you all. Okay, y'all. I think Pastor Chris last week started off with Tatiana, and we talked, it ended up being the whole show. So sometime, whatever, whoever suggests something, it ended up being the whole show. It don't have to be that way, y'all. We can skip on. We can have four or five topics on open forum. So, but Tatiana, we did need to talk about police brutality. Of course, we had on our guest, uh, Brother Troy. So I, I found something, and I, I don't want to go first. I just don't, because what I've got a feeling if I bring this up, it's going to be the conversation. So, anybody <laughs> have anything on your heart that's pressing so much? Oh, you're yeah, almost I do. Oh, oh, here. Oh, me? Okay. Uh, this one goes out to you, Seth, and Brother Poche. Um, uh, my question would be to you guys is when y'all see these Israelites doing their thing, what are y'all, I mean, what are y'all looking at? Is we're lost? Is that even biblical? Can y'all place us in the Bible where we're at right now? Uh, going well, the wrong way? Well, let me say this or, to you, yeah. Let me say this to you. I don't, and I, and, and if anybody else on the, on the show disagree with me, I will be overturned. It's not a problem. Just because it's my program show, and it's, I don't like to really like to say that because it's not mine. It really, truly, truly is not mine. But if one of y'all disagree and y'all want to elaborate, we end up talking about the whole show. I'm not going to change it. But I really don't want to talk about the whole show. Here's why: most callers listening on the sound of my voice don't even believe we Israelites. We got a lot of people just listen to us, but they don't really believe we're Israel. They just like the other topics. Those that do believe we're Israel that listen to us, they probably only ain't beefing like that, or they don't have those concerns. Or they don't. They clearly understand uh, our position on the law, and it's only a few people beefing. So I don't want to make the whole show about these Israelites that. Even though I agree with them going to the churches, I think there should be dialogue and all that. But I, it ain't all that. I look for that. I look for that debate online that you said between uh, Gino. What's his name? The pastor, uh, 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 Gino. And yeah, Gino Jenny. Gino Jenkins or something. Yes, couldn't even find it. So my point is this, and I listen to Gino. He's on my uh, YouTube. So let me just say this really quickly, and I'm, I'm gonna try to say this in a record amount of timing. And I may use this time tonight because I know we got, you know, uh, if we need to. I may put myself on one. So listen, brother, I know you have issues with uh, older Israelites. Let's just go there. Let's not play around with this. And it's the law. We presented such a powerful show. Anybody that came away from that show Still thinking we're under the law. I don't know what to say. Anybody coming away from that show that think we were saying you don't have keep to keep laws, I don't know what to say. Anybody came away from that show that <laughs> think that we are not that we we are not about the righteousness that come from what the law tried to produce in that it was weak. I don't know what to say. There is nothing else to say about that. Uh, now, Seth, if, brother if, Seth, go ahead. That was not my that was not my question. Uh, my question was when they see us. I know they disagree with us, but 
like where are we missing the mark? Where are we um, going downhill? Because obviously we're going the wrong way according to what you're saying right now. My question is, is that biblical that the youth in America be going backwards than a mug right in these days, these last minutes, these last days before the Lord comes? Can we find that in Scripture? So let me just say this. I believe this. I don't know that it's a big enough movement to be in Scripture, to be honest. I don't know if it's enough for them to be in Scripture, to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I think the bulk of Israel know they Israelites. And I think a lot of them do understand we're not under the law, man. I think a lot of them do understand we're supposed to keep laws, and it's more than 613. We're supposed to follow the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit. I love these young people. I don't want them to quit. You having your own show, I hope it's in the right spirit, Brother Kenwin, because we need you guys. I promise you, we need our young people. I'm trying my best. That's why you're on the show, if you really want to be honest. If you want to just really go there, that's why I invite you on the show. I knew you would disagree with us, just like Brother Leonard. I knew he was not. He was, he was not messianic. I want him on the show so we can just show each other love. So just know this. We love you, brother. We, 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 I, I hope you don't go, but I hope you do have your show, and I hope it's successful, and I hope we come on that show as well. But I just think as far as the law, we've got to get this straight. We've got to be clear. We've got to be one voice. And overall, we've got to love because you ain't going to reach the nations as we're called to do without love. I'm done. You mentioned Purcell, Porsche, Purcell. If you can respond, anybody else want to jump in after that, that's fine. But let's try to make it limited. Please don't go... I mean, if I can ask that, whatever you feel the Spirit is saying. But just try not to just look up in this 10 minutes you're still talking, please. Right. Um, When you said uh, when you see us, um, I'm not sure that I completely understand um, what you're saying exactly. However, okay. However, I, I can reframe it if you want. Um, I, can, I can reframe it if you if you want, per se. Oh, okay, go ahead. All right, us brothers, we promoting the law. You got these camps out here. You, uh, even I, they disagree. We all disagree. Like Christianity, we see it differently, but we all really agree in the law. But that's besides my point. Point okay. is that uh, according to, um, well, Paul's writings and what you guys have been saying on the show, uh, that those brothers, us youth, are in error. All right? Uh, And my my point is, well, well, I guess I've just kind of answered on his end that it's not even enough of us to be biblical. But uh, we do believe in the last days, and we are making a lot of noise. I thought, you know, it would be somewhere in the scriptures or, or okay, well, just, just answer this. How can we get ourselves together? What we got to do to get ourselves together is the life we believe in the law, to come over there where you at spiritually, I guess. Priscilla, what we got to do. Let me, let me hop in here to, to answer because okay. he just added something different. Not something different, but he okay. added something else, and it's not a problem. What can you do? I really think most of the time when people disagree, it's ego. I really think the 
teach it that the young people want to be separate. Like I said, a spirit of division. They want to be separate from the older people. They don't like our music. They really don't like our music. I've had people then tell me, I don't even like the way the old church. They they, you keep saying Christianity. It's not that much different from us. If you take away Christianity that you're saying, if you take away all that come up under the umbrella of Christianity, you won't be able to even be on this line talking about Israelites. The bulk of what y'all out there saying is what Christians believe. There is a God. There is a Messiah. There is his word. We're supposed to obey his word. We can't lie to you still. All, so I don't know if you, the way you keep saying Christianity, you keep dividing us up like y'all over here. We are Israel. Okay. Oh, I understand. Hold on, hold That's on, not hold what on. I meant by it. That's hold not on, what I on, meant. Hold on. Whether we agree with you or not, I don't know that you can keep lumping us into a Christianity box. It's kind of disrespectful. I've been letting you do it because, again, I'm trying to walk in love. I, I take a lot. But I don't know that you can keep calling us that. We may be more Hebraic than, than y'all. We may be. We're all. It's a DNA thing to be Israel. But this spiritual Jew, that could be anybody. So we're okay. all Israel. Well, Okay, spiritual Jew then. How can we get more spiritual Jewish? You can get more spiritual Jewish by simply believing the word. What we did last night, Brother Elishua, Pastor Chris, uh, Purcell wasn't on last week, uh, Eliana, Brother, I promise to, to the Most High Yah, I have not heard them so smoothly put it out there. Brother John, smooth as butter. Anybody coming away from that show that can't see it, they don't want to see it. They want it to be divisive. It's like we over here, y'all over there. I watch these camps. I watch white people walk up and say, I believe in the Lord. I want to obey him. Yeah, but you're going to lick my bootstrap. That's the wrong spirit. They're looking for confrontation. A lot of them have issues with authority and older people. And you, but That's not where I was going. I hear me out. You say, what can we do? I'm finishing up in less than I 30 seconds. If I may interject. If I may interject Go um, ahead. I think, I think what Castleberry, Brother Castleberry is alluding to is something that we would like for it to be simple and we could just address it and then move on. But as I said in the last show, when you come to the proper distinction between law and gospel, you're talking about an issue that Christianity and believers have been uh, uh, preoccupied with now for about 1,800 years. So it's not a new thing. But I will say this, is that if this movement is to have the impact that, that, that the Most High is willing, there's some issues that we have to reconcile, and we can't pull away from them. And the only thing that can be the standard in which we make a determination on what is and what not it's not our opinion. It's not what we've been led to believe. It's not what we've been taught. But it has to be rightly dividing the word of God, rightly dividing the word of Elohim. And I've heard That's a right. lot of things, and, and me and John, we actually, after the show last week, um, we, John called me, and we literally had a brief discussion about this. And one of the things that he noted, he said, what I like is that we can have disagreements, but we can be civil and that love still yet prevails. Having said that, Seth, when you say that the law is passed away, I'm in totally, absolute disagreement with that. And let me tell you why, because I don't want to just put it out there. And, I, and it's not about 
and, and, and in regards to what I just stated, is that this is what removes the issues of motivation. Because sometimes we can dabble or we can, can get into the flesh, and none of us are beyond that. Not anybody on this line or anybody listening, you are not so deep in your relationship with the Most High that you cannot be tempted to the flesh. So the only way we right. resolve that is simple. And now I'm going to say something, and I'm going to read this. And I want you to know I am not reading my opinion. I don't have the prerogative to do this. I'm reading the Word of God, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 10. Because all of this thing, when you say that, 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 that um, I'm a new creation in Christ, all of that was afforded by the new covenant. It was afforded by the death, burial, and resurrection, and the new covenant that he ratified with his blood, which he brought attention to on the night of Passover before he was offered up. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant ratified in my blood. He said that. That's right. Now, this is the, new, right. now, this is the new covenant. So if, that's what, if he said this is what it is, now what are the details? But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after the, these days, says the Lord. I will put my laws. I don't know why we want to continue to get away from the laws when clearly it says in the new covenant that the first thing he establishes is I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their heart. And I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. The problem is, is because now we have to go back to form a theology of what we've been taught is that people who are either Christians or he's come from a Christian background, we have what is considered a stronghold in regards to the law. We see it as a negative, bad thing. But everybody on this phone would not want to live in America without laws because it would be absolute chaos. So laws are necessary. The question is, is what laws are we still subject to? Now, when it says that the, 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 those things that were the ordinances that were, that were moved against us, what is that? That is the ordinances of death, of sin and death. It means you commit a sin, and under the law, not according to the new covenant, but if you committed a sin, sudden certain sins, the consequences is that you were to be put to death. That has now been removed. The sting of death has been removed from the law. That's what grace affords us. But what is happening right. is that, like Seth made mention of 613 laws. Well, there are not 613 laws in the book of Numbers, Deuteronomy, Leviticus. When we say 1613 laws, that information comes from the Jewish community, and I specifically the Ashkenazi Jewish community, and they, and that is exactly what the Messiah was making reference to when he said that he said that you have added, you're taking the traditions of man and making them commandments of God, and that you do error. Also, when you read First John, it says this: it says that the law, the word it says, it's not weary, it's not burdensome, and it says for sin is transgression of the law. So yes, we are freed from sin, but in our hearts, when we received the Holy Spirit, when we were born again. Think about this. Yeah. Turn it back over. Turn it back over here. Just real, just real quick. Thing. When we were born again of the Spirit, we have now received the grace of God. That grace of God affords us the ability, if we utilize it, to obey Him in all matters. Now, 
How do we know this? Because if we're filled with the Spirit, we're led of the Spirit, and he clearly said, and I referenced the Scripture a couple of times, is that the Spirit shall come and he shall lead you and guide you into all truth. Now, I gave That's an right. example to John. And John said, John said, well, we know what we ought to do. Not necessarily. I remember when I stopped eating pork. When I stopped eating pork, it was not because of a commandment or because of a religious dictation. <laughs> it was because one day I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm into personal fitness. I'm into eating. I'm into nutrition and eating the right things. And one day I went to go eat a pork chop. Or it might have been a, it might have been, it might have been a sausage. And I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit says, you shouldn't eat that. And I sat there and I was like, why? He said, because that is a toxic, toxic animal that you're eating. And that animal will, if you, if you continue to consume it, is going to make your blood toxic. That was the law that worked in my heart. Yes, sir. Hello, sure. Let me ask you a question. So you're saying this to say that a lot of believers are making the error of thinking what? They're making the error when they say that the law is obsolete. The law is not okay. obsolete. Okay, hold on a second. For this purpose of this show, and he addressed me and Purcell, we ain't saying that. So let's just for this sake, because we only can talk about what we are doing. You're right. There are churches that say exactly what you just said. I'm not talking about them. What we said last show, and you was one of the ones that helped us nail this down. We believe in keeping laws, plural. We believe in it. We just, we're just not justified by them. We no, 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 believe not, in keeping That means it's not a sin, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ellis. Hold on, Ellis, when you say that. Because I didn't get to finish yes. this point, but I was going to make it. But you're 100% right when you say well, you, well, we are not on, just, I don't want anybody believing because I said that we keep the law in our heart and it guides us through the Holy Spirit. I don't want anybody believing that I'm saying that we have to keep the law in order to achieve salvation. In other words, Absolutely. to be made right with God. Because if you read in he, if you read in Romans ten and four, because I'm not going to give you anything but scripture, I'm going to give you my opinion. If you read in Romans ten and four, it says that Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. That means that his sacrifice was it. He 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 right. he, 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 he gave what was necessary through his blood in order to redeem us and cleanse us from our sins. You can, you're not, no man is made righteous by the keeping of the law. That is the word of God. Let me say it again in case somebody misunderstand what I'm saying. No man is made righteous. It's made righteous, meaning that you have right standing with the Father. And meaning right. that you have access to the Father by way of the blood of Yahweh HaMashiach. No man is made righteous by the keeping of the law, only through the blood of HaMashiach. So okay, now hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, because you've been going a while, you're building. I want to know if, if Brother Kenwin is following you, and I want to see if anybody else want to jump in. So, Brother Kenwin, you heard Ella Shua lay out a lot of things there. So, you have any comments on what he just said uh, about the blood not being making us righteous? I mean, by the on law not making us righteous on anything. 
Oh, okay. Well, to me, it's like a word game to me. Um, what is the law to me? I understand these words. We got these words talking about righteousness and make you righteous. Man, I just want to please them, okay? Is it a sin? Do it make them mad when I eat pork chops? That's what I, I just need to know okay. the basics, man. Okay. And you know, no, that really at the end, no, no, don't cut me off yet. Please don't cut me off. All I'm saying is that's what I'm about. And I and I got this passion in me because I got my family members, man, people I love. My That's why I be coming at yourself. That's really why I'm just really on this show, really. Since we all laid it out, you remind me of Kimpo. And, and brother, <laughs> and, and, and things I can't say to them, I be wanting to get with you. Yeah, go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the point I was trying to get to. I was trying to get to that point you just made, and I wanted to say this in that regard. As brother Casper, if you eat yes, pork, sir. if you eat pork, no sir, I don't. Does it mean no sir? No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a paraphrase question. If you eat pork. God is not going to be mad at you. Hear me okay. out. Because, see, sometimes we, when we think of laws, we always think it is a point is either you do this, it's going to wipe out your salvation, and that is really trying to simplify things. And I tell people all the time, you can't always simplify. If you were to go uh, right down the street from me is a law library uh, at the Tarrant County School of Law. If you were to go in and look at all the volumes of books that explain the laws, you would understand that there's no way you can just simplify this. Now, when you say the word righteous, it means simply meant that we have righteous. We can come back. We can come before the Father. There is no wall of petition between us and the Father. We don't need, like in the Catholic Church, a pope to come before us and make arms before the Father, and we don't need to pay penitence to a pope. That was the purpose of the blood of Christ, that we have now access to the Father. If you're in a kingdom, you cannot approach the king. Unless you have been ushered. And that's why come we have a part of this great inheritance. But to work this thing out, and I'll get to this point. I'm leaving it alone. I'll let everybody else talk. I just want to get to this point. Here's this. It occurred to me today I was studying reading Hebrews. And when I was reading Hebrews, it took me back to the very thing that Sister Eliana said about the Ruach. Because the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, is the key. It is Probably the key right. ingredient to making yeah, all of this it. mix work. I'm glad and you went there. And, 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 when, and when she was talking about it, I thought about it. Do you realize that when you read the book of Joel, it says, In the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and speak unto Israel, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Now, when Peter on the day of Pentecost, the second, second chapter of the book of Acts, it says that they are in the upper room. And when they're in the upper room, it says that there came a, a, a wind, like a sound like a rushing mighty wind, and they were all filled with the spirit. Now, let me give you two prophecies that came in between that to let you know what Seth is trying to get you, but I'm trying to get you so you can understand. And, and, and one, one more point, point, and I just say this to Seth. So I say this with Seth. I say this with all love and respect and honor. We, when, we're, when, we're, when, we're giving, when we're dispensing the word of God, we need not look at the people who do it wrong and determination if something is right or wrong based upon their actions because that is not the standard. The standard is the word of God. You're going to have Hebrew right. Israelites that are going to, uh, and, some of them, and a great deal of them, when you see them on the streets, all you have to know is the word. The word says judge them by the fruit that they bear. And if these people are being belligerent, you know right away these people are not born of the spirit. 
Because it says that the Holy Spirit, when you are born again, it says that the love, the love, what did Yahweh shall say? What is the greatest commandment? And by the way, it's not found in the Ten Commandments. It's found in the book of Leviticus. It says to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And the second is likened unto this. Both of those scriptures are not in the Ten Commandments. But, but the fact of the matter is that when you see these people behaving in that way, Brother Castleberry, these are not people who are born again of the Spirit. You are. Just the fact that you have a hunger, a thirst, and a desire to please the Most High and to please Him in according to a way that is righteous in Him, that shows you that you are born of the Spirit. Now, let me make this, this point. Uh, as I said, the Spirit of God, as Joel said, reported by our flesh. Then there was an incident. Yahabashat, or Hamashiach, to those when I say that word, I mean Christ. He is talking to the woman at the well. And the woman at the well, basically, uh, he asked her for a drink. He asked her for a drink. He gives him a drink. There's somebody, something in the background. Okay. Yeah, somebody. Asked him for, okay. asked him, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. She asked him for a drink. And when she asked him for a drink, and he said, and he said, and he said that 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 basically going back and forth about worship. And Yahweh says this. He says that you err knowing not the scriptures, not the will of God. She says there will come a time when people will not. He says when we will and when you will not worship at this temple, nor in this city, nor in Jerusalem. He says for the Father seeketh for those who worship Him in spirit, the ruach. And in truth, the word, according to the word, the that word, Yahweh says that the words that I speak, they are truth and they are light. So he says you must worship them in spirit and truth. Now, isn't it ironic that when they got filled with the Holy Spirit, it did not happen in the temple? It didn't happen in the temple. It happened in the upper room. The Israelites' worship was ordained, was oriented and all consumed with the temple. But the, top, but, the, but the Messiah prophetically said it will not happen in the temple nor at Jerusalem. In other words, just like the Catholic did wrong when they hijacked it, that's what Catholic means international, the, the Messiah was telling that woman at the well, just as he told the Messiahs when they talked about the beauty of the temple, and he said that there would not be one stone left upon another. This temple is going to be torn down. So you need to lose your connection to it, thinking that that is the only place that you can worship me. Because it's going to come a day when those who worship me are worshiping in spirit and in truth. And so when you're filled with okay. the spirit, when you're walking in the Holy Ghost, you know what? As long as you're walking in the spirit, being led in the spirit, Seth said it last week, and he talked about that it, it, it being a defense against white supremacy, and I said it was the most phenomenal thing I've ever heard, and I still stand by that. It says that as you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, when you eat pork, now, now check this out. When you eat pork, remember this too. The wages of sin is what? The wages of sin is death, okay? Well, whatever area you're committing sin in, the first, proportion, the first manifestation of death is going to be in that area. If you're committing adultery, you're going to have death in your relationship with your wife and in your home. And if you are eating the wrong foods contrary to the dietary statute that he said, it's going to start to affect your body. Will you go to heaven? I mean, will you, will you make it into the kingdom? Yeah, it just means you're going to get there faster. Because, see, for everything okay. that he tells you not to do, there's a consequence. But that doesn't okay. mean that because you miss it, you are now all of a sudden no longer saved. You are no longer healed. 
Okay. No, I didn't say that. I didn't want to know if it was a sin. Well, let me let me let me let, let me say this. Let me say this. Hold hold on hold on. Ellis Chuck laid out a lot of things there. And here's here's what I I'm worried about, Brother Kenwin. You you there's you know what I've learned about talking about scripture. Sometimes it's not mm-hmm. what we're saying. This is what I'm learning. Like you keep talking about the scripture. Uh, Ellis Chuck just said a lot. That was that was fifteen minutes of serious word right there. What you gotta do is take out your pencil, pen, and write a lot of this stuff down because he wasn't just talking. That's why I interrupted. You know what I'm saying? We're really, 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 really trying here, man. And when you hear some, and you, I, I, maybe you're really listening. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know one thing. Remember, I didn't reference Paul not one time, Brother Casaberry. I didn't reference Paul not one time. You're hearing scholarly stuff. You need to go know Gino. You're hearing the word. I mean, for somebody to walk away from here here and say, they saying we don't have to keep the law, that would be a lie. Nobody say that here. We say, are you kidding? When you obey the Holy Spirit, tell him what he's going to tell you to do. It's just no telling. Yeah. That is fulfilling the righteousness that the law was trying to do, but the Bible say it was weak. We just mm. say we're not under it. Under it meaning we're not judged if we don't keep the law, if we do fall. Okay. We still have the blood applied to our life right now. We have an if, I with die, right. if I die right, right. right now, if I, if I told a lie right now, something happened, I die before I can repent. I'm in Christ. I'm here. That's right. It'd be, like if, it'd be like if my son did something crazy. He's still my son because it's DNA. So I don't All right. Now, we're sin. getting somewhere now. Okay. Yeah. So as far as sin, we're getting somewhere wife, now. You talked about your wife. You talk about your kids. If y'all are disobeying the scriptures, Elisha just said it. You're going to suffer death in that area. But in terms of whether or not you his or you belong to him, are you kidding? You're his. Okay. You're bought. The Bible even says it like this. One scripture even says it like this. You're not even your own. That's right. I'm you don't right even leave, you you don't even right. belong to you. You are property of the kingdom. That's the only time I one time I agree with Kirk Franklin. We are God's property. I mean for real, for real. You for gotta real, real. watch how you treat <laughs> yourself because you're God's property. So let's let's we haven't heard Pastor Chris in a while. Heard from Purcell in a while. So any one of you brothers want to jump in here, you glean anything from what Elishua said and or myself or, or Brother Kenwin? I think I think let me just let me just <clears throat> like you said, there's a whole lot uh there's a great big old can of worms that has been opened up. Um and a lot of things that were were shared, a lot of things that were covered. Um I wanna go back to First of all, my my position was always uh, while while everything was going forth, my position was always the Holy Ghost 
is the apex of it all. That, mm. was, that, was, that, was, that was my go-to. The Holy Ghost is the apex of it all. And he'll lead you and guide you into all truth. Uh, mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, uh, we, we, we would not so much um, disagree so much or be in, in error, if you will, um, one of the things that let me, let me say, one of the things that I've noticed as it relates to this whole Hebrew uh, Israelite thing is the whole idea of us still being in the old covenant, um, and then this this law thing comes up. The the scripture is very clear. I think I shared um, probably about four or five shows ago a scripture that really made it crystal clear that we are not operating under the new covenant. Um, You mean under the old covenant? You mean under the old covenant? We're not operating under the new covenant. No, not under the old covenant. Oh, we're now operating under the new covenant. Yeah, we're now operating not, under the new covenant, not the old covenant. Right. Okay. Um, okay. When he, shed blood, when he shed his blood, according to Scripture, the new covenant began. There was a new agreement that came because before it was it was the blood of goats and heifers that supposedly. Uh, made us can right. I read y'all Scripture uh, when he get done? When you get done, brother, I just want to read the Scripture. Yeah. Let me, because. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Um, from the same chapter that my brother Elishua came from, um, Hebrews 8. This particular scripture is Hebrews 8 and 13. It said, you want me to read it? Covenant new. What's that? Okay. No, I didn't know if you wanted me to read it. Or... I'm going to read it. I, I got it right here. Hebrews uh-huh. chapter 8, verse number 13 said, by calling this covenant new, he has made the first one, and I heard this word earlier. Now listen to this. Again, I'm going to tell you like Elishua said. I ain't say it. The word said it. By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete. And what is obsolete and aging will soon. Okay, hold on. It will soon do it. It didn't, it didn't leave yet. It was. We still talking about it. We still okay. Well, that means we still not okay. Clear it's on. just brother, hold on, hold on, everybody. Personnel, need you to talk a little faster. Go a little faster because when you when you when you pause, you create the opportunity for people to jump in. Go ahead and making your point because you're going somewhere, but just talk up a little faster. That's just that's just the way I talk, Seth. I'm not just gonna run through it. And then, no, well, that, what that's I'm not, saying, buddy. Listen. And I'm forgive me, forgive me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Brother Kenwin, you got trying to stop. I was just trying to give Castle Greer what it meant by when because I wasn't trying to interrupt Brother Purcell because I would definitely want to continue to hear what he was saying. But when it was saying made decay, it was it's saying that literally when you talk about the new covenant. There's a new co- part of that new covenant is also Israel coming into the land. 
And so the old covenant will not be completely done away with until they come into the land, and then the new covenant would have been completely fulfilled. Just like when Christ said that, uh, he said, when he told them that, that I did not come to take away the law, that every dot till was fulfilled. Well, when it came to our salvation, he completed that. There's nothing, there's nothing else that needs to be done. That aspect gotcha. of the law is obsolete. Gotcha. Good clarity. Brother Purcell, thank you, Brother Right, sure. right. Thank you. Thank you. That, maybe I could say it faster next time. But anyway, bottom line for me, um, I heard you, uh, Brother Castleberry, say, man, I just want to please him. The only way to please him is we find, once again, in the Word, in Matthew 6 and 33. Matthew 6 and 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness simply means that we are in right standing with Christ, right standing with God. That's what we're seeking for. We want to be in right standing with him. Because in the book of Proverbs, the 16th chapter and the 7th verse, it says that when a man's ways please the Lord, he will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. See, so it, it requires us to walk in the spirit. Again, let me say, it requires us to walk in the spirit. It, it requires us to acknowledge the Holy Ghost. When, 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 when Jesus uh, brought miracles or promises, Jesus never brought a promise to anybody other than the Holy Ghost. And when he brought the, the Holy Ghost to us, we still had to receive it. We still had to receive him. So we have to receive the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost that's going to bring us into the knowledge and into the unity of Christ, which is where we need to be in order to be an effective uh, kingdom. See, right now, the kingdom is divided. This is why we're of none effect in the earth, because the kingdom is divided. And one of the devices that have divided us, I just taught on this Tuesday night, is called abomination. It's the abomination that separate us from being able to walk in the unity of the faith. That's what keeping in love because of the spirit of deception that causes us to succumb to the abomination. That's what did one of the characteristics of abomination is vicious, deliberately cruel, cruel and violent. Another character, let me, let, me, let me give you this, let me give you this definition, abomination. In the Hebrew, abomination is tuba, okay? That which is exceptionally loathsome, hateful, sinful, wicked, or vile, an action that is vicious or vile, deliberately cruel, or violent. The literary sense is immoral. Now, when it comes to the law, when we talk about the law, it's common sense. See, and what happens is we try to make the law spiritual when a lot of times the law is just simply common sense. If I eat pork and pork don't agree with my body, coming from, let's look at this from a practical standpoint. If I eat pork and pork don't agree with me, 
I get headaches because that's what started happening to me. I start recognizing when I eat pork, I get a headache. Yeah, that I And I know <laughs> having a headache is not good. That's, letting, that's my body telling me that something is not right. Something but is that's not happening because, But, but Percy, that's happening because you're violating the law. And that's what, and we cannot get away from that because you're violating the law. Now you don't know Israel. when you do it the first time. The spirit, like it just told, like I said, it told me I had the same responses. I was getting headaches, and the Holy Spirit revealed to me I was violating a law. I was never supposed to eat that, and I stopped eating okay. that. Be that as it may, be that as it may. But common sense, let's deal with common sense. I understand what you're saying, and I 100% agree. But by the same token, there is this element of common sense. Okay, when I eat this, I don't that don't make me feel good. So I have to eliminate that just out of common sense. Or I'm just going to keep eating it and keep getting headaches? That don't make no sense. Well, let me say this, Purcell. Uh, uh, I'm going to read LSU was saying, you know, about referring to the scriptures. And if this should nail it. And uh, Pastor Chris, feel free to jump in anytime you want, brother. Um, listen to Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10? Hebrews 10. This, is, this, this right here, brother, if this don't nail it, I don't know what else. This has got to be one of those powerful passages we're going to read in the last month on this topic. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come. Mm-hmm. And not the very image of the things. Stop right there. It say it only had an image of the things. For the law having mm-hmm. a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, mm-hmm. can never, with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually, make the commas there unto perfect. Stop right there. That can end the whole show. But watch right. this. For the for then would they. Not, not have ceased. ceased to be offered. If they could have made people righteous, we would still be offering them. Because that the worshipers once per should have no more conscience of sin. Because That's the worshipers be would have been per Right. So one more time. Because that the worshipers that's got this sacrifice would have no more conscience if the law was all that. But it couldn't do that. For in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it's not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Uh-oh, 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 it can't do it. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, the Messiah, he said, sacrificing offerings thou wouldest not, but a body thou hast prepared for me, and burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou has has no pleasure. This law was weak, man. Verse 7, these people were under the law. Then said I, this is the Messiah, then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. That's deep right there. But let's move on. Verse 8, above, when he says sacrifice and offices and burnt offices, Above when he says sacrifice and offerings and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, thou wouldest not, neither has pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then 
said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first. He taketh away the first. He taketh away the first that he may establish the second. This is in the book of Hebrews. This is wrote the Hebrews. I read that. By the by the which will, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. Here we go. Here we go. Once and for all. It's done. One more time, verse ten. By the which will, talking about the will of Christ. By the which will to come and die, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the blood of Jesus Christ once for all. Boom. We can end the, we can end the show right there. Good night, everybody. But watch this. <laughs> verse 11. Watch verse 11. This right here is something. And every priest standing daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which could never take away sin. See them priests, they they still trying, but they couldn't take away sin. Brother King would say, Brother King would say, hold on, hold, hold on. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, man. Sin. Okay, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm just trying to show y'all what we're going through right now. That's what these priests are going through. They kept offering these sacrifices, which could never take away sin. Brother King would say, Brother Seth, that's why I really come after you. I this for my family. I mean, is the sin on us or not? That's what he said. Right. Listen. No, I actually didn't finish that. Verse 12. But this man, Christ, after he offered one sacrifice for sin forever. Wow. Set but down on the right hand. Hand, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get out what I'm saying. I'm, yes, we're going to go to verse 14. Hold on, let me get out. I'm gonna read verse 14. That's all I got. But this man, after he offers, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin, forever, he ain't coming back. Sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, expect to his enemies he made his footstool. Here we go. This is why I brought this up. But this last verse is why I brought this up. This is the bomb. The last verse. For by one offering. He has perfected forever them that are sanctified. Sanctified is like a calling. The Bible talks about how the priest was sanctified unto the Father. And they hadn't even did what, what they was going to do right or wrong yet. He just said it's like a, they're called. So we've been, made, we've been sanctified. We've been sanctified. It ain't a process. We have been sanctified. We're already sanctified through the blood of Christ. Sin cannot touch us because we're not. Sin can only be where, when you're under the law. John was pointing out in Romans 8, the law of sin and death. You have to have the law be under the law in order for sin to even be there. The Bible says where there's no law, there's no sin. So we're. Our oh, so we there's no sin in the oh, world. Hold on, right hold, now. On. Oh, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is where I think you say, how can we as Israelites do it right? This right here is it. This is all I got. I'm, I'm, I'm releasing the mic. You, Brother Kenwin, trivialize. I've heard you laugh at it. This is where we're not going to agree. If you want to put us on earth, our identity on the earth, 
when Father said, you are placed in spiritual places. You, your spirit is in Christ. And we're like two places. But he says, mortify your members which are upon the earth. Why he said like upon the earth, like we ain't upon the earth? Because we sit in heavenly places. We are spirits. We we can't get with this. We think we think when you look in the mirror, that's all there is. If you look at it like this, you'll never be able to understand grace and the blood and none of this. And you should quit saying brothers and sisters because we're not related. If you want to go by the flesh and what you see, that's it. That's all there is. And you don't believe in the spiritual identity in Christ, it's over. We'll never agree. I'm out. You, you know what, Seth? The only, the only disagreement I have with you is about saying the law is weak. Because God would not it's, give us so something I, that was right weak. Right on. I you don't know you don't understand what he read, man. Yeah, I mean, on, you hold know. On, hold on, hold on, and, and, hold on, brother Kenwood. Hold on, brother Kenwood. Hold on, brother Kenwood. Hold on, pastor. Listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm only, only going to say this, and I'm going to take, let me get a clock out. I'm, I'm going I'm to put myself on time. This is going to be less than a minute. Brother, <laughs> he I'm going to say this to both of you. I'm going to say this to both of you. I'm going to say this to both of you. I'm really, I'm putting myself on the time. I'm saying, your watch is going to go off in a minute. Listen, not only do I know what I'm talking about, to you, I can find more scriptures saying how the law was weak, how it introduced sin, how it, was, it wasn't enough, how we're not under it, far more than you can, both of y'all combined. Y'all you both know, right just... now get your heads together and come up with scriptures about how the law is strong. Like it says, if it wasn't weak, let's not use the word weak. Whatever it was, it wasn't enough. How about that? Well, from what I understand, from what I understand, the law was so strong that the Hebrews couldn't follow it. That's why I said, okay, was, I'm going to have to yeah, send them us, a Messiah. The law. Yeah. It's, it's the uh, people no, uh, who could no, keep no. up with it and, and brother, follow it. That ain't biblical, That's, Pastor yeah. It's not biblical. Uh, it don't is. worry about it. Uh, Pastor Chris. Hold yeah, on, but we uh, will. He's he going to make on. us strong enough. He's going to put on, it in our minds on. and our hearts Pastor this Chris, time. Pastor Chris. No, Pastor Chris. You're, you're, you're Pastor. Chapter uh-huh. and verse where you're showing me that the law was so strong that nobody could, they couldn't keep it. It was. It, it, I'll give you this much. It says if you could keep it, you would need a savior. But if nobody right. can keep it, if nobody could keep it, if nobody could keep it, if nobody that means it's weak. It, if, if nobody can keep it, that means it's weak. Far, well, I mean that's, far, that's just like listen, that's as far as far as like hold on, y'all, hold on. It's weak as Seth. far as doing what we need, doing what we need, doing what we I need, helping say, up. I wouldn't say it was weak. I said the Hebrews could. It was so strong that the Hebrews had trouble following it to the letter. But God, you know, that's like saying God threw out something that was not whole. You know, we we don't serve a God who's going to give us something that's weak or lacking. He gave it out oh, so goodness. strong that the Hebrews could not follow it. So that's why the other things came up. It's not that God, hey, hey, y'all take this. And y'all follow it, but they couldn't follow it. I don't think that the law was weak. That's just like saying, well, God gave man, mankind something that 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 wasn't uh, that couldn't do what it was supposed to do. Well, I don't think we need to stay uh, on that to, to be honest, because the bottom line to, is this: whatever. Hold on. Whatever. Last thing I'm gonna say, LSU. I promise, LSU. 
I need to try to get in the last okay. thing I promise. Out of respect for you, because you've been trying to get in, and I, I, I apologize. So I promise you, you can get in next. Whatever we can call it. I don't want to spend 30 minutes talking about wasn't that strong a week. Bottom line is it couldn't help us. So Christ had to come, and I'll take well, Christ over the law. Ellis, I, I, would say, I would say – go ahead. I'm sorry. Save well, this is it. This it couldn't save us. Romans, Romans, Romans 8 and 1, because a lot of times what happens is that you were right, Seth, sometimes we get confused on words. It's that the law – this is exactly what it says. It says that there is therefore no condemnation with those who are in Christ who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and, the, and this is the point where we go right back to the spirit, for what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh. There you go. That's right. Through the flesh. The flesh. He didn't say that the law was weak, but the, the go ahead, I'm sorry. It says that the it says that it was made weak okay. through the flesh, the, the flesh. Okay. And then I heard, remember, let me finish the scripture. It says, God sending his own son in the likefulness, likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now, by the point, how did he condemn the law? How did he condemn sin in the flesh? Ah, here it comes. Yahweh shot Hamashiach, Jesus to Christ, to those who know him in the, know the English strength. Do you know he walked the earth for 33 years and he never broke the law? And the same yeah. thing that enabled him, hold up, hold up. And the same thing that enabled him to keep the law is the reason why he died so that we could be born again in the spirit. Because it's the spirit that enables us, just like the new commandment, because you keep making a reference to the old and the new. And I told you, and I showed you in the scriptures in Hebrews 8 and 4, that keeping the law is a part of the new commandment. It's now just on your heart and in your spirit and not more on tablets, but it's still the same thing that enabled him to keep it. It's the same thing that he made it able for us. That's why I come through the new birth. We're now able to receive the Holy Spirit dwelling within our being, giving us the ability because now, guess what? The flesh is weak, but the Spirit is willing, and the Spirit enables us. So we still sin, right. even though we're born, we, even when we're born again, we still have occasion to sin. But in First John, the second chapter, verse 1, it says that if any man says he's not sin, he's a liar. He's speaking to believers. It says, but we have an advocate with the Father who is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's what Christians, and this is where the accusation is pretty much on point, Brother Seth, is that where they get it wrong. They think that because, that when it says there's now no more sacrifice of sin, there's nothing else you can do. There's no more needing to bring in the bloods and the ghosts in the temple no more. It's done forever. But you have to do this right. when you sin. Confess your sins. And it says that when you confess them to him, you have an advocate with the Father who is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and can cleanse you of all unrighteousness. I don't necessarily have to confess my sins to Seth. I have to confess them to the one who gave his life and whose blood cleanses me of my sins. And he is my advocate with the Father. And that keeps me in my right standing with him. Because any man who says he's right. sin is not sin. He is a liar. Because sin is transgression of the law. All right, uh, but I want to also add, I want to add in there, man. What we're talking about is our downfall. We're Israelites, and we're in America. 
we got punished for this that we read. You know what I'm saying? Our ancestors done had chains on them and treated like animals here, right? You can Jerry, tell that Captain they, Jerry, they, they but brother Cassidy. That's why we that's why people say what Brother Seth is supposed to about this kissing on your feet and everything. They read that from the scriptures. But they have to understand that he who is kissing in authority on the was first been subject to authority. And these guys don't want to be under nobody's authority. By the time we get to that point, we're going to have to walk in with such humility that when somebody would have bent down and kissed your feet, you would brush them off and, and do them just like, just like, just like they, did, they did to Paul to the apostles when they went to kiss their feet. And they said, no, 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 no. You worship no one but Yahweh, but Yahweh. We're just men. Okay, you, you said kissing feet and that's throwing me off, bro. Huh? Okay, go ahead, Brother Kenwin. Hold on, hold on, Brother Kenwin. He's he throwing me off when he's he talking about, about kissing he feet. About, he was talking about kissing the boots in New York, how they have him kissing the boots. But go ahead, Brother Kenwin. I'm sure we heard you. Brother Kenwin, go ahead uh, and finish your point. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're the sons of slaves, man. And, uh, yeah, we messed up real bad with God. Uh, but it wasn't because of the law itself. It was us. All right? We fell short. Uh, I think our God is powerful, all-knowing, and he knows how to put rules up and strong rules. And he expected a lot out of us. And uh, But he took us through all that to show us something. I know it's for a reason why he sent us to that many slaveries like he did. But this okay, right here is on. the lowest we ever been. Hold on. I, I've got a scripture. I, I want to get you too, man. I, I want you to finish, but what you just said, we want to make sure we're answering your question. What you just said about slavery, we all clear on that. But are we all right, clear? All right, breaking the law while we in slavery, man. Yeah, we, yeah, that's why we're in slavery, because we broke the law. Yes, sir. Can't get I around agree. that. We broke his law. We kept breaking yeah. his law. And what we did, and the very thing that he was saying, you know what we were doing when it, when it comes to prayer? Because a lot of Hebrew Israelites who are not born again, they read the scripture, and they read it out of context when it says that, well, Christians use it against when they talk about, uh, you know, come before me no more with your moons and your, and your Sabbath and your feast days. Because what they were doing is that they were breaking the law so much that the temple was a bloody place on the planet. It was the bloodiest place okay. on the planet. So okay. they had to come constantly kill them animals to sacrifice for the sins because what they were doing then is that they were trying to exploit the law as a license to sin. Okay. Hold on, Elisha. So he, he, he reads hold, that. Hold on. Okay. You see that God don't like the law. Like, God, he's not accepting your offerings. He, that's the way he's taking it. You see what I'm saying? He's not so taking it that we're you. falling short. We're sinning and it's God is mad at people. us. That's the reason why he's not taking our offerings because he's mad at us, not because he don't want the law no more. Uh, you see how he's reading it? That's what I'm saying. He don't even know what he's not trying to insult you, but but I, I want to say Uncle Robert or my Uncle Cedric. This is my family. My I sure do love them. I sure want them to see what I've been saying. It's a lonely walk talking about keeping the law. My whole family thinks something wrong with me. You know what? Let me say something. Make hold, sure they get hold, born hold, again. Get them born again first before you start telling them to keep the law. Hold on a second, Elisha. Hold on a second. Hold, hold on a second. Hold a second, everybody. Hold on, everybody. Hold a second. Hold a second. Hold a second.
I'm I'm yeah. sitting here, even though I'm moderating and uh, trying to get everybody talking balance. I think we have a bigger issue with you. I'm I'm very serious. I want you to hear me. All right. Ella Shore is talking, sharing, coming at it all kinds of ways. I'm kind of glad he's on the show tonight. I just read something that it's just profound, I think. It Pastor was. Purcell is sharing. Pastor Chris is a little quieter, but he said a lot of key things as well. Here's my concern. This is a concern I have. Whenever we share a scripture, I would like for you to give uh, what did you think of that scripture? What are you getting out of what we're saying? Because you're like you saying, y'all don't understand what you're saying. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't understand what you're reading. And you just said that the LSU. Well, but how can, hold on, hold on, please. From now because I don't, I'm like John when he called. Y'all still talking about this? And it's not, sometimes it's not what we're saying. It's the spirit behind people. So just to make sure I don't have it wrong, I want you to explain to me what you getting out of these scriptures. Because it's like you're saying, we don't understand. Every scripture we've spread, hold on, hold on, hold on. I promise I'm not trying to dominate. I'm just trying to get to some kind of consensus to help you in a way that you would say, now y'all finally answered my question. That's what made me happy. But the way if this show go off right now, it's like, you still in us, and I don't like that. We are answering your question. We gave you so many scriptures that saying the law was not enough. The law couldn't get it done. Okay, we won't say the law is weak, but whatever you want to call it, we needed another. We done showed you where he said, John talked about how when a woman died, her husband is gone, she's, no gonna, she's married to another, as if we're divorced from the law. You didn't get that. It's like... I didn't get that. What do you mean? Why are you saying things like that, man? Because if you got that a woman... You said that scripture the other late show, and it was not my turn to speak. But because you said it, now you put it on me because I didn't answer it? It wasn't even my turn to talk, bro. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, Brother Kenwood, and let's just calm it down a little bit. I, I may All right, well, don't do that, man. I don't, I don't, don't put words in my mouth. Okay. Don't act like I'm running from y'all scriptures. I apologize, but what I'm saying is this. It's very frustrating when an LSU comes on, and I know he's trying to wrap his time up, but he's thinking of different ways to come at this, and he's pulling out of his head scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture. Not come along, and I'm pretty giving you chapter, scripture after scripture, and you acting like we ain't saying things that y'all understand. How can we not understand when it's 59 scriptures saying what we're saying? That's what I don't understand. Hold on. Hold on. You you saying you are saying the same thing LSU is saying? I have said different things LSU said. I said other right. things. Right. It was LSU. different. Right. What I'm okay. to say, Okay. I am saying that you had read, what is that scripture? I can read it just like how you read it. And then I'm going to point at, see? Yeah, you see the, the, the yeah, you see I didn't cover the, the sin? Y'all, God turned his head on it. You see that? 
Yeah, that's how you read it. But I, what I'm trying to say, you didn't read it like you need to read it. It wasn't because of the law. We were sinning. He'd be, he didn't even mad at us. Not the, okay, let's do this. the whole let's, ceremony let's do this. of sacrifice. That's not the let's case. You're not this. understanding what you was reading. But anyway, okay, all right. let me go okay, to Deuteronomy right quick. Hold on. I got to get it out. I got to get it out. You blocking me, man. Before you, before you get out, we're not going to block you. We're going to turn this into your show. All right. I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to do it out of respect for you. Go back to Hebrews 10. You explain to me some things here, okay? Everybody just tone okay, it down. Okay. Tone it down. Don't trip. Don't put down anybody. We all trying. I want you to read. I'm going to read to you, and you explain, okay? Because we understand what you're saying for sure because most folks think that in the church. We got that under the law. Trying to the Catholics got us thinking we got to work for our salvation. We understand law. Chapter ten, verse one: Law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the thing, can never, with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually, make the commerce thereunto perfect. Do you agree with that? Yes. All right. So the commerce could not be perfect. So anybody under the law. They will not be perfect. And it's going to later on talk about people being perfect today in 2021, 2022. Brother. Verse 2. Mm. Verse 2. Hold on. Hold on. Explain. You're, you're, you're doing the Bible study now. Verse 2. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because the worshipers once purged should have no more conscience of sin. But we, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. All right. All right. Where, what that is saying, the type of sins the, that are being committed. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. The type Wherefore of sins that are being committed. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Wherefore, All when right. it comes to the word, he said, sacrificing office thou wouldest not, but a body thou hast prepared for me. And burnt offices and sacrifices for sin, thou hast had no pleasure. The Father had no pleasure whatsoever. That's in that. right. And we're trying to yeah. please the Father. So, but let's just stop right there, though. Let's stop right there. Let's pause right there. You know why he had no pleasure? He didn't probably, at this point, already made up his mind. Here in a little bit, I'm going to kick y'all out of this land. I ain't getting no pleasure out of y'all songs, y'all praise, nothing y'all do right at this point. I don't care nothing y'all do. But it's not my law now. It's just the fact that I don't like you. Okay? But okay. Let's, let's keep reading. Go ahead. Then said I. The, the Messiah, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written to me to do thy will, O God. Above, when he says, sacrificing offering and burnt offering for sin, offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither at pleasure then, which are offered by the law. Then said he, lo, if I can slow down, then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He take away the first that he may establish the second. Explain. He's going to establish the second. He's talking about the new covenant. Okay, but you just don't believe in it now. Okay, got you. All right. Bye. What? Verse ten. No, you say we're not okay. in the second one. You always. We're not yet. We're not. We're not, we're not there yet. Right. Got you. Verse ten. By the which will, by the which will, by the which will we are sanctified. Now we're going to be sanctified. By the which right. will, when he's saying will, he's talking about the the, the Messiah. How he came and offered up himself by the which will, will of the Messiah, we are sanctified right. in the blood of Jesus Christ. 
for all. It's saying we are sanctified, purified, not going to be. So if it ain't offered yet, if you not if you don't believe we established the second, verse 9, if you don't believe when he says, for lo, I come to do thy will, he take away the first and he may establish the second one. The second that he established had to do with his blood. So if you don't believe we're in the blood yet, okay. how are you going to try to? Okay. Go ahead. No, I want you well, to I mean, because I want you, well, well, it's important because this is to me. I mean, it's like you saying you're trying to help me. I want to help you, brother. I'm trying to help you and your whole generation because this is your whole generation that that made the world. Like, we be young folks today. We y'all kids, right? And we bugged out, right? So now uh, your generation's all jacked up, okay? I'm trying to help you at the same time. All right. Now, uh, I would like to start at the fact that uh, we are not in the new covenant yet. This is talking about the new covenant right here. We're not in there yet, right? Because you want to say okay. we're spiritual beings right now, but I'm saying that we're going to not only have spiritual bodies and all that good stuff in the kingdom of, the, of Christ when he comes. All right? Then we're going to put you're the gonna have, You're going to have, hold on, you're going to have your opportunity to do that tonight. Right now, okay. verse 10, by the will we are sanctified not gonna be by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the blood of Jesus Christ once for all explain when we when we come into Christ's kingdom it will be here on out no we're, we're no more we enemies no more white man over us no more we will oh. run the world with Christ I got you. I got Forever. you. Explain these three words. I got you. I got you. I understand. You got the mic. We can we slow down. We are not running the, the world mic. forever right now. I got you. I need All you to right. explain three words. I need to explain three words in verse 10. We're going to move on. We're going down to verse 14. Okay. We're almost there. We Three words. Can I, can I read we are sanctified. We are sanctified. The which will. We are sanctified. Look, you want me to explain it? Okay, well, uh, when Christ come, all right, we will be sanctified. Let's talk about the new covenant here. So when Christ come and we're in the new covenant, when he put the laws in our hearts and minds, in that day, we will be sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Okay, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. LSU, 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 please just give me this one little thing. I'm trying to show everybody something. He just said, which we will be. It don't say that. Neither, since I got a feeling. That's the question I want to ask him right there. Brother Cassidy, if you don't, you don't believe it, you don't believe that we're in the new covenant, right? No, no, I don't. Okay, Brother Cassidy, I need to ask you this question. Okay. Who is Yahweh Shah? Who is, who is the Messiah to you? What does he mean to you? What is he? He's the I word of God. Believe. He's our lamb. He's our king. He's our high priest. Okay. So if I show you something that he said about the new covenant, would you believe in the new covenant then? Oh, man, I'm I'm open to anything. Well, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on LSU. Yeah, this is very what? Say, I know it's important. But I want to do something right before y'all do y'all thing. I've been wanting the scripture I've been wanting to read. Hold on a second. Listen, we don't mind. All of us getting this in, y'all. We got plenty of time. Listen okay. to what I'm trying right. to say here. Because we're not running from you. 
Okay. I promise to God, I got about well, thirty scriptures. Okay. Hold on, just hold on a second, bro. You can, okay, guys, I'm trying. I'm trying, this. man. I'm trying. Okay, I'm, I'm you trying. Just trying. You just change. You just change the scriptures that says, "By the which will we are sanctified." You okay, we will be. Everybody, I wasn't it. looking you at it. it. I'm sorry. By, 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 I need to read it. I'm looking at it right now. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Okay, stop for a second. Are we sanctified? He said, are, yeah. How are we sanctified? With faith. Because we're not in the new covenant. That's all we got is okay. faith right now. Okay, so in the we'll new covenant, that. the white man is not ruling the world. New covenant, there ain't nothing you can tell me that new covenant white man ruling the world. Okay, no, hey, no, Brother I'm King, not going to hear King, it. Brother I'm Brother not trying to hear Brother it. King. I'm not trying to hear it. Brother Kenwin, listen. First of all, Tony, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Please, all right, please, man, please, this please. is so good. No, no, listen, no, listen. A lot of people you represent, and they're hoping, they're saying, "Get him, bro, get him." If you get emotional and don't stay answer my questions, you're going to be looking like well, the one. So just hold on, LSU. All right, well, hold on. I'm, okay, I'm, go, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm okay. going to skip. I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip because I ain't going to take all this. Yeah, now, that, what that's I skip, want, man. Listen, what I'm trying to get people to see. And he all your gifts, got through saying. That's listen, what's important. What he just said, what he just said, y'all heard him. I said by the witch. We are saying for he said we will be. Then when he read the verse, he right. changed it. Yeah, we sanctify. We sanctify. We sanctify by faith. Okay. If we are sanctified by faith, which he said, and I'm glad he said that because verse 14 says, by the one offering he has perfected. We ain't just by, sanctified. We've been perfected forever by the one offering he has perfected. He has perfected forever them. Perfected them. Perfected. Them that okay. are sanctified. So not only are we sanctified, holy. but we've been perfected. Holy. So so if we're sanctified and we're perfected, how can that be if we're in our flesh down here lying to you and that's all we ever done, all we probably will do? Obviously, our identity can't be in the flesh. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. Okay. You along well, with well, the well, Holy all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm done. You're done, done. done. yet, yeah, brother. All right. Okay, now we're black men, right? We're African-Americans, right? These scriptures are slaves. Uh, our ancestors who had chains around their neck read them, right? Was they, was they uh, I mean, make it make sense. Make this whole Bible flow as one, right? Now, if I was to go in the Old Testament, let's say, you know, and I read that Christ, when he comes back, he's going to kill somebody to eat pork, does that mean that it's, it was something bad that that man did? Or let's say if I was to read something about uh, uh, Christ coming back, and when he do, every Israelite that's around the globe, he's going to stretch out arm and get them all, and then he's going to put them in the land, and then he's going to put the laws in their minds and hearts. Does that mean, like, spiritually, we, we, my ancestors that was in chains, they was spiritually in Jerusalem at the moment? Or are we spiritually there now? Or... Well, I just literally bruh. take it for what is read. No, 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 no. Hear me you. out. Let's make this whole Bible flow and no, make nobody contradict nobody. All right, because I, the white man rules this joker right now. Right? We know that he, that 
we're going to be on top. Gentiles are going to go through their things so they, so they can be the mixed multitude. We know there's things to come still, right? And we're not there yet. We're, we're, we're still yeah. in poverty and bugged out, right? He has not came and got us yet. All right. Now, but but I, I would love to read a scripture. Look that down. I want to read it. I want to hear your scripture. Read it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to this scripture I've been wanting to get to. Uh, I'm going to go to Deuteronomy. Let's go to 30. Let me read this joker, man. And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee and blessings and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among, one second, one second, among all the nations will the Lord thy God have driven thee, and shall return unto the Lord thy God. We're going to return and shall obey his voice according to all that I commanded thee this day. Thou and thy children, with all thy heart, with all thy soul, that then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee and will return and gather thee from all the nations where the Lord God have scattered thee. And if any of thine be driven out until the outmost parts of heaven, from hence will the Lord thy God gather thee, and from hence will he fetch thee. And the Lord thy God will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed, and thou shalt possess it, and he will do thee good, and multiply thee above thy fathers. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thy heart. Wow. So when we go back, when we come back from across the world, that's when our heart's going to get circumcised? That's what God's saying. All right. And, uh, uh, I dog it. <laughs> and the Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart, and the heart of thy seed. To love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and thou mayest live. And the Lord thy God will put all these curses upon thy enemy, and all them that hate thee, which persecuteth thee. And thou shalt return and obey the voice of the Lord, and do all his commandments, which I command thee this day. And the Lord thy God will make thee plenteous in every work of thy hand, and in the fruit of thy body, Okay, let me uh do, 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 do. let me read down a little bit. And thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which are written in this book of the law. And if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, for this commandment which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither it is far off. It is not in heaven that thou shouldest say, who shall go up? For us to heaven and bring it unto us That we may hear it and do it Neither it is beyond the sea That thou shalt say Who shall go over to the sea for us And bring it unto us That we may hear it and do it okay, But the word the is very not Okay well you, you get the point I'm making Right so he's going to do these things yeah. And the new covenant is going to okay. take place So what are you saying okay, about brother, Make brother, that brother, connect with that please. And make brother, that other stuff point. connect with that And I'm make the Bible good, flow together Brother Casavera, okay. Brother Casavera, Brother Casavera, hold up. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, you, yes. You, you said you said you said a whole lot, and I think one point that needs to be added. I want to give a scripture, but one point needs to be added, brother. We ain't no war between young and old. 
Because yeah, but I got a hard time explaining to my mom. You spoke a whole lot. Yeah. Hold on, Brother Catherine, because you spoke a whole okay, lot. Okay, okay. I shut up. I shut up. I go on mute. We're not in a war between young and old. We're a family. There's no contention and strife. And if we come to the scriptures or any discussion, and that's a part of our attitude already, already we've missed the mark, man. We ain't going to have no sense of agreement because we're already in conflict with each other. I have no problem with you, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna know that I'm not gonna group you in with a bunch of belligerent people that I see on street corners and say that's Brother Casabury. No, that's the, that's the same thing white people do to us. They prejudge us before they ever get to know us. So now I don't think nobody's on this on this line, whether young or old, has contempt for you because of your age. Your, your scripture clearly says, uh, "Let no man hold you in contempt for your age," but it also says, "Respect the elders." If we're gonna go there. But we're not in contempt with you, man, and we need to clear it up for the beginning. Man, if we're going to go through the scriptures here, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 18. Because I think, and says this is what I mean. Because if you're just belligerent again and you're just insisting that the new covenant is not insistent, the, everything that we said to you almost for the, for the most part, except that we're be planted in your hearts and faith, it would have been in vain. Now let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 18, and let's see, what, let's see exactly what Moses said since we're going to be there. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 18, chapter 18, verse 15, reads this. Yahweh thy Elohim will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, that means from the midst of Israel, of thy brethren, like unto me. That means that he is going to be a lawgiver as well. Him, unto him shall you hearken, according to all that thy, according to all that thy desires of Yahweh thy Elohim and heard in the day of thy assembly, saying, let us not hear again the voice of Yahweh my Elohim, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And Yahweh said unto me, They have well spoken which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whatsoever, whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he should speak, that prophet should speak, and my name I will require it of him. Now, let's go back. Cause we're gonna, now we're going to talk about that prophet. Let's hear what the prophet has to say. Let's go to, let's go to the gospel. Talk about Jesus. Let's go. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, ah, come on. First, you got this, this scripture, scripture where he, he's talking about the covenant when he's dying at Passover. I'm trying to get, I hit it up. Uh, uh, I referenced it before. Uh, let me see, which one was that? I got no, it. No, I say it again. Matthew, Matthew, now hold up. This, this, now remember, the gospel of Matthew is not written to Gentiles. The gospel of Matthew is written to Israelites. It's written to Hebrews. And this is yes, what the Messiah said. Uh, at the Passover, before remember, he you just said he was the Passover lamb. He is the lamb of God. Now, at the Passover, mm-hmm. Matthew 26, and this is that prophet that Moses spoke of. And that's why when they asked John, when John came, they said, are you that prophet? He said, no, I'm not that prophet, but the one whose shoelaces that I tapped, that is that prophet that Moses spoke of, and that is Jehoshaphat, Jesus the Christ, as they know it in English. And I'm reading his words. And as they were eating, Yahweh took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink you all of it. For this is the blood of the New Testament. If you look at that word right there, 
That word testament means covenant. And it says, this is the blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remissions of sin. But he didn't stop there. And guess what? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all concur with what's that right there. That's the new covenant. When he died, when he gave his book, what was the purpose of him shedding his blood? What was the purpose of him dying if he was not ratifying the new covenant, just like when the covenant, the first covenant, was established through Abraham through the shedding of the blood of animals? And we just read from Hebrews, it says, but the new, this covenant needed more than it. It needed a lamb without spot, a wrinkle, the Passover lamb, and he shed his blood, which is the ratification of the new, new covenant. So if, if there, we're not in the new covenant, then guess what? His dying was in vain. Good point. Well, 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 I don't, I don't agree. I mean, I don't disagree with nothing you're reading. I love Christ. I know who He is. He's gonna be our King, our priest, our everything. But my point but is said, no, 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 that no, it's no, when He gathers us but you said, but from you said, from work. Brother, brother Casper, brother Casper, you said yes, sir. We are not in the new covenant. We're not in. We're not in the physical kingdom because that's what you're looking for. The same thing our ancestors were looking for, and that's why they rejected him. And that's why come they offered him up to Pilate, uh, and offered him up to Roman government to assassinate him and to crucify him because they thought that he was going to come and dethrone Caesar and take over the Roman government. But yet he came lowly, riding on a donkey as a servant. You missed it, man. You are missing the point, my brother. And I love you with all my heart, but you are missing the point. Okay, well, yes, hold on, back up. Tell me yes, how I missed it again, because yes, I still don't understand. Tell me how I missed it right again. Here, because you're saying that the only way we in the new covenant is that we have to be in the land. All that right, did you did you know you do you know how I explained it though? Let's go to Matthew 25. I heard when you said it. I, heard right, you I know, it. but now you need I need to break it down so you can fully understand my point of view Wait, on this. I, 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 I got to associate it with marriage. I got to. We are engaged to Christ, and when he come in, I would please go to Matthew 25. We're going to talk about the ten virgins. Okay, well, it's the virgins. It's the parable of Christ. Uh, he's talking about mm-hmm. the virgins and those who got the oil in their lamps and those don't. We could, we think of that as the two-thirds. When Christ comes back, he the people going to die. We Some of a lot of us going to die, right? All right, and mm-hmm. he's going to... Uh, 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 take us all and put us back in the wilderness, man. That that means it's running just what it said in, in Deuteronomy 30 that I read. What's, what's going to happen when Christ comes back is the same with that. So I'm not in error by saying that uh, right now isn't that right now. I'm not in error but on you that. Are, but You're you saying that I'm, you I'm mad but at Christ error, because are, it, not, we're not there yet or something. But no, no, that's but not Pastor, the case. You, oh, no, no, no. Okay, but but Pastor, Brother Casabird, when you you say we are not in the new covenant, you are literally going contrary to the words of Jehoshaphat on Passover before he was getting ready to offer up his blood for the new covenant. You're going contrary to the new covenant. Okay, you're saying, so basically, what you're saying, hold on, hear me out, hear me out, but basically what you're saying is that I'm wording it wrong, is what you're saying. Obviously, you are. Okay, but you understand my point of it, though, right? Okay, but let me say this, though. The time frame that you're referencing, let's be very distinct and pinpoint that time. That time point you're talking about is the millennial reign of Jehovah Shad Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ. That's when we will be in Israel. 
not only spiritually, we will be physically ruling and reigning of the world under the lordship of Yahweh Shah. Yes, That's the millennial yes, reign sir. of Christ. Yes, That's what we haven't gotten yet. But he right. has died for our sins. He has I didn't say he didn't. Us and make us righteous. And that, that is the, yes, sir, he did. the part of the new covenant. Uh, well, I, I agree, but I think it's an engagement. I don't. I think he's going to finalize the marriage when that takes place, the millennial reign. Because okay. until then, and like that, we read in Deuteronomy, uh, that's when we're going to get the laws in our minds and hearts. So we want to say this real quick. No, I want to no, say this no, real no, quick. No, no, no. Hold on, Seth, real hold quick. Hold on, hold on, Seth, hold I on. promise. I'll fall back out. When, what you just said, that is untrue. We have it. If we're well, born we of just, the Spirit. No, 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 no. If we're born okay, of the wait, Spirit, I mean, this the part if we're I born of the then. Spirit, we already have the laws on our mind and heart. I'm not talking about religion here, brother. I'm talking about being born again, not of the will of flesh, not of the will of man, but being born of the Holy Spirit. If we are born of the Holy Spirit, we have the laws in our mind and the spirit and heart. Now, we should, now what I'm okay, no, with can you, can you just pause right quick? Brother, can you pause right quick? You know, what laws are you saying that are inside of, well, I guess I ain't got the laws in my mind and heart, I guess. Because when I go to my house, that gumbo still smells good, and I'm tempted. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold on, everybody. Now, listen, y'all. When I say hold on, we got to hold on. Brother Kenwin, we will not answer that question. The reason why Purcell earlier just talked about some things. He mentioned common sense and certain things been in your heart. John, last week, we talked about – John talked about several scenarios where – your heart will let you know things. If if you don't see it for purpose, for time's sake, I do not want Ella shouldn't answer that. Because we've talked about, you've talked about your conscience bothering you, saying things. If that ain't the law written, we talked about Romans 2. This is about the fourth week we've talked about different things that happened to us where our conscience let us know this was wrong, that was wrong. We don't want to keep beating that, man. So here's what we got to do. Here's what we got to do. You know, I, my heart is a little saddened because I don't think you're being honest. That's just me. I think you, uh, well, this is what I mean. Just let me get this out. I want to let you comment. I want Pastor Chris to comment. I want Purcell to comment. Then we're going to LSU after both of them, okay? Because LSU are working hard. I hear him, and we're just sitting back letting them do the work. But you know what? My heart is not good right now because I don't think you're being honest. You're a very intelligent man. And let's say the verse in Deuteronomy, which I think I have an answer for it, anytime somebody seeks the Father with all his heart and mind, then he's going to put his laws in them. You just can't say because that's the time he's going to take them to the land when he put his heart, because he's going to put his laws in anyone at any time, whether he's taking them back to the land or not, if they're seeking with their heart. The scripture you just read, we're talking about them seeking with their heart and their mind, and then he's going to take them back to his land and put his, his, his uh, law in them. Well, guess what? If you're in Babylon and you're seeking with all your heart and your mind, he's going to put his law in you. So for you to use it as your basis, bro, listen, let me just say this. Let me say no, this. Let I me mean, say this. That's, please, that's the way y'all please. Please, it's please, not in my heart, see. man. It's not. Hold I guess. On, I on. guess it's not. Dude. It's, a, it's in your heart. Let, let me tell you what's not in your heart. This is what I believe. I'm not God. 
I'm not Yahoo. Because I still see him, bro. I'm going to tell I, you right now. And, and so right. I don't, I'm when not under the understanding that anything he writes in my heart, I'm going to still see him. So that means it must not be in my brother. heart. But I think I'm going to do right if he write it in my heart. No, it's not. No, 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 The first one, on, the first one on, we broke, hold, like. Hold on. Hold on, bro. I'm going to have to put you on just for a second. Just because I got to just say this. I don't, I'm going to take you off hold in 30 seconds. Brother Kenwin, it's really simple. I personally don't think you trying to see these verses. I have never heard this many verses of clarity. It's been, I've been doing shows since 2011. Very seldom do we all get on one accord and, put, and present so pointed. I don't think you want to see. That's just me. I could be wrong. Your, your line is um, now unmuted. Your line is unmuted. Brother Kenwin, this is just me, and I'm out. I'm out. We're going to wrap this show up. I want to hear from Brother Pastor, Pastor uh, Chris. I want to hear from uh, Purcell. I want to hear from Ellen. Should we wrap this show up? Listen, this is what I think. I think you are very intelligent. There is no way in the world you could hear all these scriptures and be saying things like we're on. Brother Kenwin, I hope you listen. I hope. I, I hope. Can you hear me, brother? Hell no. Brother Kenwin. No, I still see. Brother Kenwin. Oh, no. Hell no. Can anybody hear me? I hear you. Can anybody hear me? Oh, I, I hear you, brother. Sounds like he wrong with his speaker. His mic. Yeah. I can hear you, okay. but it sounds like that's wrong with his speaker. He thinks he's still on speaker. But whoever that person is saying, hell no, I want to talk to both of y'all. Please listen to me. We're brothers. Go your way. You can keep listening to the show. You can keep on co-hosting. You can keep on, but listen. We can't have division. We can't have folk making fun of folk. We're really trying to learn. Let's say you are right. Brother Kenwin, can you hear me? Your line is open. Brother Kenwin. This is what I believe, brothers and sisters. I believe, like I said at first, there is a spirit of division. No, I guess, I guess not. But I still feel I'm going to put him on hold. Brother Kim, when I just had your line open, but you're talking and I hear folks saying stuff, so I'm going to put you on hold and I'm going to say what I got to say. And I would love it from Pastor Chris, Chris, because I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm listening. I'm listening, and the verses we show that's saying diametrically opposed to what you're saying, you ain't making no comments on it. And the one verse in chapter 10, Hebrews 10, you literally went and said it didn't say what you you misquoted, then you changed it, then you said we were sanctified by faith. Well, if we're sanctified by faith, and you really believe that, we're sanctified then. We're perfected. If we're sanctified by our faith, maybe you're just trying to be funny, Maybe, and I'll take y'all hold in a second when, when your line is clear. If you really believe we sanctify by faith, that answers the questions for your wife and your kids. You say, Seth, that's why I'm coming at you. I want to know, is this sin on us? If we're sanctified by our faith, no sin can touch that. We're sanctified by faith. Listen to this scripture. I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn to the scripture. You get our time. The Bible said, blessed is the man whom the father will not impute sin. 
The Bible said, blessed is the man whom the father will not impute sin. Did you know he did not impute sin unto Abraham? You think Abraham's saying like you and your wife and kids may be doing? Yes, but he didn't impute it. He was the first fruit. He was the first fruit. He was our first fruit. David was another one. Blessed is the man whom the Lord will not impute sin. So if we have faith, he will not impute sin. It don't mean we don't try. As LSU was saying, of course we've got to be trying to live as many laws as the Holy Spirit point. But blessed is the man whom the Father will not impute sin. That's into our spirit, the real us. Our bodies crave sin, as Paul said in Romans 7. It craves sin all the time. But we're not in the body as far as him judging because our body, our physical bodies are not saved. doesn't have a covenant. The Bible says that's the last thing we're going to get is new bodies. So you can laugh at the dual identity all you want, but if the Father wants to place us in Christ in the spirit and call us one and call and give us all these blessings, I'm not going to complain. Your line is open, Brother Kenwin. Hopefully it's quiet now. Did you hear everything I said? Okay, Pastor Chris, any comments? Well, I was just listening to the conversation and I'm gonna just tell you, I wish that uh, we could we could have a more um, a better conversation without throwing out the barbs at one another. That's all. I agree. I agree. Well, uh, I promise you, we're trying. And, and, and I'm not trying to make Brother Kenwin feel stupid, dumb, crazy. I mean, he's made some comments, and that's okay. We big boys, like Elishua said, but. We ain't in no war with these young folks. I'm not. It's a lot of young people understand exactly what I'm saying. Can come on there and teach it, uh-huh. Brother Terry. It's a lot of people. So, Brother Kenwin, you just have to kind of tone it down just a little bit. But you're still cool with us. You can come on next week. Still co-host. I'm not kicking you off the show or nothing. I know you got a show. Matter of fact, you can tell us what it is. Maybe we'll try to come on if you want. Bro, like Ella should say, we, we do this all the time. We, we Not all the time. We, it ain't always time it's heated. But just know we're good. Brother Purcell Purchet. This is all I'm going to say about this whole discussion. You cannot understand the Word of God without or apart from the Holy Spirit. It's just that simple. All letter and no spirit is an abomination to the Lord. Period. I want to throw out a quick uh, quick uh, announcement, if I can. Um, on August the 6th, on August the 6th, I'll be doing a men's prayer breakfast. Um, and the title is Looking for a Man. And our foundation scripture comes from Ezekiel 22, verse number 30. So uh, I'm going to try to live stream it. I'm going to try to have somebody live stream it um, because it will be taking place here in Cincinnati. And I don't expect uh, my brothers to 
get on a plane and attend. Uh, but I believe it's going to be an awesome session. It's going to be an awesome session. Uh, it's going to bring some validity to some of the things that we discussed because our our liberality in in the will and word of God is going to come through a man. So uh, I think it was important for us to have this discussion tonight because it was amongst men. And it is going to take us men to come together to the full stature and the unity of the faith in order for heaven to move on our behalf. So um, that is my position. Again, we bring you greetings. I thank you so much for the opportunity to be on with the Five Smooth Stones. Continue to call, uh, uh, follow us, all of that, um, because this is a dynamic, dynamic opportunity uh, that we have here and a dynamic platform that we have here. Um, again, we bring you greetings from uh, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. We bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Find us on Instagram, Salt Life, Salt Life Ministries. On Instagram, Salt Life Ministries. On uh, Facebook, um, Lindale Porsche. Um, Email millionaire magnates at gmail.com. Millionaire magnates at gmail.com. God bless you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, Ella Shore, please, quickly. For those who listen to the show, Seth, first, I would say I would not be least bit dismayed <laughs> by any resistance on Brother Castleberry because that's between him and the Holy Spirit and Yahweh. I would say that the people who have turned into the this, show and the people. Let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick because y'all didn't notice, but he hung up actually just about right before Purcell made his comment. So I don't know what to say. Y'all heard me open up his line. Y'all heard my heart. You know, folks, this is what we do. We, like I, LSU, I'm so glad you said that about we ain't at war. I'm telling you, it's a spirit of division, man. It's like the, somebody want to beef. Nobody got time to be beefing. It's like I say, brother, you're welcome back on next week. Nobody, nobody ain't beefing. Go ahead, Elcho. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then I would say, no, for the people who archive this show, Seth, believe me, this is a very, this is an issue that if people who archive this show, and they come just like the people in Berea, Thessalonians, it says they came, they received the word gladly, but they searched the scriptures to see if the things that the apostles taught were so. And I think that they will get a lot out of these last few shows and have an understanding the distinction between the law and the gospel. And I just want to leave you with this last scripture, Romans 13 and 8. I haven't referenced Paul much all night. I don't think I had. This is my first time. Romans 13 and 8. Oh, no man anything but to love one another. See, he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to its neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling the law. That is primary. Everything else hangs on that. And that is in the law, people. That's not in the tense. When it talks about the love of the Lord thy God and love thy neighbor and thyself, 
as you're finding, read that is in the law, in Leviticus. But just, uh, don't, but don't let, and this is the thing people are saying, is that for those who are Christians, and they receive the same theology I did at one time, no, you must work out your salvation fear and trembling until the end. And during to the end. Seth used to bring the scripture to my mind, which let me know. And that's why I come I said that the wages of sin is death. If you commit adultery, then you're going to have death in your life. But Seth used to remember the scripture. He used to say, there was a man, Paul, referencing Paul, who was having sex with his father's wife. Not necessarily his mother, but was having sex with his father's wife. And Paul said to such a man, I command you to put him out. So that even though his body will perish, his soul would be saved. Work with that for me. Y'all have a good night. Bless you. I love you all, Seth. I think you're doing a wonderful job. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, y'all. Again, last week, I don't know which one was the best, other than Brother Kenwin, and I hopefully hear this in the archive, other than him taking those pot shots and saying that's crazy and talking all funny like he was doing. And again, he's welcome back on the show next week. Why? Because I think he felt double teen on and, but we just got to keep our composure because there's a lot of people that was listening to him and that's on that, in that camp people start doing that. They don't have nothing to say. That's why he keep talking about the scripture of God killing people. And brother Kenwin, if you're listening, this is what I've learned and I'm, and I'm wrapping up the show. Don't use one scripture or two scriptures when folks giving you 50 scriptures, and it's probably been 50 scriptures. I read 14. Ella Shaw, I know, read about probably 12. Per Seraph reference, my point is, Sister Eliana, just John, listen. What I do when I don't understand a scripture or two scriptures, I look at what is the bulk of the scripture saying. The law, being under it, it's almost... Ludicrous without calling you ludicrous because it couldn't accomplish what it was supposed to. End of story. Why do you want to stay under it? Ain't no scripture gonna justify that. All scriptures say that. All it's like a, it's like two hundred scriptures say that. So I don't understand. And then you want to say we don't understand the word. Let's say if we are confused and don't understand the word, we can give but a third grade education. We got a hundred scriptures saying that. Kind. We're elder. We're your elder. That don't mean anything. But just don't be making fun of people, even if we did know. So y'all trying to say, don't do that. You're welcome. Back on the show. I'm going to play this last song. This is for you and anybody that holds bitterness against us or we holding bitterness against you. This song is going to tell us the tale. This song is going to tell us the tale. It's called 70 Times 7. Folks, I love every single one of y'all, and there is nothing you can do about it. Everybody line is now muted. I'm sorry. I was, uh, I, was, I was muting everybody, and I think I was muting myself. But what I was saying was I think everybody did a wonderful job uh, explaining scriptures uh, conveying the scriptures, the meaning. I thought per se, I thought everybody just, all of y'all, we all jail. Well, Pastor Chris kind of laid back, but when he spoke, he spoke with authority. And I just appreciate him, appreciate his patience tonight. He had a role to play tonight as well. 
I thought we did well. It's to me it equals that last show. If you can just take away the little smirky marks made by Brother King. And again, Brother, you're welcome on the show next week. We ain't going to take it personally. But I do want you to hear this song. And all of you Israelites that's got bitterness against us older people or some of us older people with bitterness against you. Check this song out. This is for you and for anybody else that have issues with each other. Check this out.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.